Hey, greetings and salutations, internet fans of podcasts and anyone that appreciates adult beverage. My name is Lee. Welcome to another episode of Cocktails and Curveballs. Uh, we're running a little little shallow today, like we were last weekend, because I wasn't there, and Jimmy Jimmy had things that he was obligated to do, so he's not with us yet. Um, hopefully, he can join us. Uh, but what we like to do here on Cocktails and Curveballs always start off with. Uh, uh, a shout out and mad appreciation to all of our men and women um, serving in our military, past and present, foreign and domestic. Also to our first responders, the people that are there for us in a pinch and, and really don't get enough thanks. So thank you to you guys as always. Okay, uh, I kind of want to start off today, man. There's a lot going on. Finally, some some more exciting things, you know, that we can get into. Um, I kind of want to know first, though, I mean, I want to know what everybody's drinking. I found one that I... You, you can't buy where I live. So a friend of mine had one of his friends go back out east. This is actually, it's called Yingling. And this is the season, boys. That's their Oktoberfest. Okay. Yingling is actually the oldest brewery in the country. It was the first established brewery over in Pennsylvania, literally. And Damn. you can't buy this in my neck of the woods. But he was fortunate enough. He went out east, found some, and brought it back. And so... But it's a Marzen, and uh, Marzen, if anyone is curious, a Marzen oh, style. It? Marzen just, it's actually very smooth. This is the last one I drank all the rest of them. But um, nice. uh, Marzen just is German for March. So basically, they brew it. It's a lager style. Um, very malty, man, and very good. And they sit on it until the fall. So, oh, wow. I mean, yeah, the only time you can have a true Marzen in Oktoberfest is if you go to Munich, Germany for Oktoberfest. But... It's actually really tasty, man. If you're in the neck of the woods where you can you can find it, definitely dial up some Yingling and support the oldest brewery in the country. What are you guys drinking? Well, today I got uh, my favorite uh, in a chilled glass. I got a little bit of mango cart. Oh, you yes, found sir. some from Golden Road. Yep, um, man, I can drink this shit till the cows come home, man. Good stuff. Um, <laughs> mango cart, man, super drinkable, really addictive. Right on, right on. What about you, T? I'm on these blue get... bush lights now. Oh yeah. No more corn cans. <laughs> no, Shocker. you guys, you guys just missed me slug down a coffee. I'm running on uh on fumes here, fellas. I've uh got about three hours of sleep in me. Oh geez. You've been getting called out for work? Yeah, been working. Oh shit. Well that sucks. Making that money. Hey, but hey, I'm here fellas. now. But I'm here now and Jim. I'm happy about it. Nice. So jump right in, boys. I mean, yesterday was a huge day, college football opening. I mean, there's a lot of stuff to talk about. I know one yeah. of you guys are going to jump on the big topic. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, um, it's like the smorgasbord was Colorado. Um, all the hype around Colorado, especially how that game unfolded. Um, Dion, I mean, it, like he said in the post game, you know, he kept receipts. Uh, I feel like... The entire world, and I am probably guilty of it myself, was wagging their finger at him, saying, come on, man, you guys won one game last year. He brought over – I mean, what what they said, he he had two-thirds of his uh, – of a player's turnover. I mean, just came in well, and he just – he, he walked in and basically told the team. Said, yeah. Yeah, just to the transfer yeah. portal. I'm yeah, bringing my shit. luggage with me. Yeah, yeah. Anybody who's here, go ahead and put your name on the transfer portal because you won't be starting. I mean, I mean, just – uh, you know, something he was going to pull scholarships, I think, and, and just I don't, I don't think I mean, and, and we could do the research, but I don't think I mean, this is like historical, nothing like this has ever never transpired. And for him to, 
it, it, granted, this is a watered-down TCU version of last year. That's not to say they're not a good team. They are. Still a very dangerous team. I think they'll have a, still a pretty solid year. But they lost a lot of talent to the NFL. No, that's no secret. They still played in their home field for Colorado coming off a one-win season to go in there and win that game like that. Had four receivers over 100 yards. Uh, quarterback, uh, Shader uh, Sanders, threw up a 500 yard game four touchdowns. he set a school record 510 uh, yards. yeah uh, travis hunter i mean huge huge day played both sides of the ball one's got to think he can't keep that up you can't do that the whole year but colorado they got nebraska next week i think that's good they're going to take them out to the woodshed wow pretty impressive uh big big you know high five to Dion. man he's got that Crazy, program right? like there's yeah. it's the belief that those kids must have in Deion Sanders. And right? it's only going to get worse, right, Ty? It's only it's like, oh my so, God. So, Dude, if so they, how if many they kids, keep that rolling. Really quick, I want, I want to keep getting your opinion, but really quick, you tell me how many kids, like maybe half the locker room had bought in, half were like, you know, wait and see. How about now? Like, how about now? Yeah. I think, I think that snowball just keeps rolling downhill, right? Jesus, um, it's going to be just huge. Well, and the biggest well, one. Well, the Buffs this, have been this, historically not good of recent times. No, the last time they no. beat a top 20 team was 2002. Boys, that's 21 years ago. Right, right. And they just knocked out 17. So, well, and and, be, in their house. It was and but having having, having Dion, it's all it's it's all Dion Sanders. Oh, it right? is. Absolutely. He, that Travis Hunter kid was like the consensus number one high school player two years ago and he went to right. jackson state and he had offers big and offers he and could he have went, went he could have went anywhere the nil money that's getting thrown around he could have gone anywhere right and he chose Dion sanders he didn't choose yeah. the school he didn't choose the school he's still i mean yes yes he chose the school right he chose jackson state and he chose colorado now but it's he chose Deion Sanders. Ty, can I can I ask you a question? Because I don't know the answer. Maybe you do, Lee. He played cornerback and wide receiver the entire first half and, and most of the second half. What did you say, Lee? 135 snaps, is that right? 130 plays. He was on the field for 130 plays. plays. Okay. So do you know what's his primary position? Because he's gonna have to have one. I mean, what do you well, is it cornerback? Because you know, if it's cornerback, it makes sense. That he wouldn't want to go play for his possibly right. the best quarterback, the greatest corner that's ever played. I, yeah, right. I think that's his primary, but his talent level. And I'm going to tell you something, guys. When you have a player that goes both ways, okay. So my son Brandon, when he was in high school, he never left the field. He 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 played linebacker on defense. He was a receiver or a tight end on offense. He was the punter. The only time he wasn't on the field was kickoffs. And, and, and field goals. I mean, so watching the just the amount of sweat that kid lost in a game because he, he never be left. Shape. But to, at this level, exactly. But at this level, for him to do this, how many years has it been since anyone's done that? Had what was it? Eight receptions, or at least eight. He had ten and and hundred yards, and then also an interception on defense. Hasn't happened in God knows how many years. I I had the number, but it's been a minute. Shut down. And the he's fact that shut, he's a shut down corner on right. defense, and yeah. he and that fourth quarter, the, the the I mean, what impresses me most about Travis Hunter is not that only that 
he played that many snaps, but it was Texas. It was hot. It was hot out yeah. there. Yeah. And the and yeah. he was that was not a meaningless let's run this up. That was from start to finish, that was a hell of a game. That was the what, best, yeah. I mean, that was what, a what, phenomenal what game. But he he just every big play that was getting made, fuck, there's Travis Hunter again. What what, what about the two uh did you see the two pass plays that his quarterback basically uh overthrew him and he was wide open. So, so it, it, you know, granted, I think he finished with something. Don't quote me. I think maybe 110 yards receiving, which something like that. That's impressive. Uh, it, it was impressive as hell. But had had he not been overthrown on those other two pass plays, he'd been close to 200 yards receiving. But okay, I mean, just yes, the guy's a phenomenal talent, right? I mean, like a skill oh, position guy with. But I don't know if you guys saw, you got did you guys see the um, the interception he made? Full Superman, full Superman layout, incorrect. But 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 just a couple plays before that, he saved. uh, He ran from the other side of the field, fifty, sixty yards downfield, and um, tackled the TCU running back, who had broke it for a long, long run. Was going to walk in. Travis Hunter comes flying up, catches him, tackles him. And then makes that interception to end their drive. Like, and that the, tells the, you the guy. The guy is an absolute yeah. football player. Like that's that guy. It's not just. It's not just about interceptions and touchdowns. Like to see that kind of effort for a guy like that to come make that 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 tackle. You're like, dude, no, this guy's out well, there just is, to play ball. And, and to be clear, this is how he's playing in game one under Dion. So what's this kid gonna be like? Six games in, seven games in, maybe and next a, year. Yeah, Deion. dude, he's a true I mean, sophomore, just, so, right? So like, he's he only going to get freshman better. last year. He's only going to get better under Deion Sanders. Well, but that's the thing, though. That's why he's. That's I think the, why he's followed him. I know Deion has known this kid since he was like four years old, is what I heard. But he the said he was is, his son, at, and in the post game, he was like, "Yeah, my two sons here." Mm-hmm. Um, and, and he, he was talking about Travis Hunter think, and, and Shakur. Yeah, and and Shador, I mean Shador, sorry. But if you yes, think Shador, about Shador. yeah, if you think about this kid going both ways in college, boys, I mean, we're we're these hits. I saw some hits yesterday that the sound, even off of a television, you were like, Oh man, you know that there's some nasty ass shit going on there. The hits were terrible. But for someone that is that talented that you know is gonna be a top draft pick someday in the NFL, stays healthy. Come on, let's be real. He will. Um, and, and and the coach is going to let him go both ways. I mean, it's a little bit risky. I know these kids in college, go. in college especially though. There's a lot of people that go both ways. But I mean, do you, feasibly though? I mean, realistically speaking, do you? <laughs> is really that what college that? is all about? Uh, yes, well, uh, evidently, I uh, that was not my. Yeah, college that's why I just chose but, uh, to step right over all of that. Do you, I mean, feasibly speaking though, do you? Do you foresee him doing this every game? I mean, that's that's, that's what I'm getting pass. at, though. I mean, you run a whole season, and I'm sorry. Yes, they're going to be – the Buffs are going to be down in they're Boulder. Tough. They're probably it's, ecstatic. It's But, but it's tough. You, they, just don't, they don't have the depth, right? Colorado doesn't exactly. have the depth. No. But can he do this game in and game out through an entire season? I don't see it. Um, I, mean, I think at some point he's going to have to go man. primary, which I believe is cornerback. Yeah, but I mean, think about think about your coach being one of the best ever at that well, position. Why wouldn't you well, follow him? And here's the yeah. biggest 
And here's the biggest reason why, Lee. So, so they had four receivers go over 100 yards. Do you really need him? Do you really need him at wideout? Dude, he made I mean, a bunch of big plays in the him. fourth quarter. In the fourth I mean, quarter, that kid was on offensively. Okay. Every time they needed a first but, down, I mean, also, Pat, him. make no mistake, this game was close. This was well, not it, it, okay. a blowout. So you want every weapon at your disposal because you're trying to go into Fort Worth and beat number 17 TCU. You want to have all your weapons at your disposal. Correct. Correct. And I think that's more a reflection of the defense than it is anything. But what I'm saying is it's not like Travis Hunter had – 140 yards receiving and three other receivers had 50 and 60. It wasn't like yeah. that. Yeah. So he wasn't True. even a leading receiver. There was a receiver that had 160 yards. I mean, it, you know, I mean, I think they're running. I think it was their running back actually. Okay. It was running, running back. Yeah. I guess my point is, is that they obviously have a lot of ability on offense. I think they obviously need to tighten up on defense. And, but you can also say that they played a tough team. So they're, they're not going to, there's a, Decent chance that they're not going to go up against a TCU every week. I just don't think, you know, it's going to be a travesty if he ends up getting injured because he's playing wide out and gets laid right. out by his safety. That's all I'm saying. We have been invaded, Patrick. We have been invaded. Hey, how's it going, Trevor? What's up, guys? How you doing? Good, Trevor, man. We're glad to have buddy? you. So, yeah, this is going to be a little bit of a surprise for uh, for anybody that's that's watching our full episode here. But uh, Trevor Howman, one of the only one of the only people that reached out um, really to <laughs> us at all. So <laughs> there you <laughs> are, dude. Happy Golf to be fifth guy in the league of five. I'm down, man. Anytime. Yeah, fifth guy in the league nice. of five. But, you know, and this is our this... fourth. Yeah, because Jimmy Jimmy got called out to work, and and uh, I feel like is is this an upgrade? I mean, I'm not saying that 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 Jim, but come on. Well, looks I mean. looks wise, look at this guy. Yeah, it's a fucking upgrade. Listen, no knock to Jim, but I, you know, I'm feeling a little younger, maybe a little more spry. Mountains are still blue, though. I'll I'll stick with him and at least keep that going. Nice. What's is that? What you're, is that what you're drinking? Uh, it Coors Light. Just keeping it simple. Oh. That's nice. okay. That's all right, man. Well, we're kind of branched out a little bit. Tyler like makes the bad boy that he is. Kurzweil makes well, a lot hey, of appearances on this show. That's yeah, funny. big time. Uh, question, Trevor. Um, welcome, by the way. I appreciate you giving us some time for our five for five. But um, I mean, did you see something anywhere, sports wise, drinking wise? I don't care. That really intrigued you over the weekend. I mean, we had a big day yesterday, man. Holy hell! We were just talking about Colorado, the Buffs. I was just going to say, Coach Prime, man, that anything that dude touches, gold. Turns to gold, right? It's insane. I'm like, and I know that a lot of people kind of hopped on. They're like, nah, we'll doubt this. Like, that's a huge overhaul for Colorado. But holy Jesus, this yeah. is up 500 yards from Colorado. Like, I know it. 580. Was, yeah. They um, were 20 point dogs in that game going into that game yeah. yesterday. 20.5 yeah. down. I was like, that is a insult. I, I don't – I felt like I, – I mean, I didn't think that they would necessarily be phenomenal by any means or as good as they were, but I was like, a 20-point underdog? Like, that seems yeah. – DCU is not that that good anymore. Like, I mean, they, they lost a lot of their guys, so that kind of blew my mind a little bit. But if I had to pick something well, else, was... though, like, first of all, I'm just going to say it, and it hurts to say I'm a Nebraska fan. I'm a really big Husker fan. So and next week, huh? God yeah. damn, it hurts watching them. So losing to <laughs> in Minnesota and then knowing how good that Colorado is going to be is 
Matt Rule, though. Yeah, right? go ahead and Matt drink. Rule. Matt Rule, that's that's a that's a big time hire from Nebraska. I'm actually really stoked. I about think, it. right? Yeah, he's a solid college coach. I don't think that there's any doubt about that. I think people knock him for his his pro stuff, but he I think he'll be nothing but good for him. But he had a t- he had Matt Rule had a tough go in the pros though going to Carolina and they were tough. I mean, like Carolina they for their roster, you know, I thought they played pretty tough under Matt Rule. I think um, he's always been he's gotten a lot of like you know flack for not having the best records, but I think you're I think he jumps into some not so great situations. I mean, he's doing it again, jumping in Nebraska. I don't think the expectations are too high for him here as they maybe were in the pros. But no, I'm excited to have him. I think he was a great. You know, and it's, I, it's that's a big time. time. It's time for Nebraska to to. I mean, uh, Nebraska is a good football school, man. I mean, they've they've been kind of you know absent from the oh. from the power power football schools for a while now. It's time for them to uh, them. I, I'm I'm a big Hurricanes fan, so they've been kind of sucking too. But uh, it's it's just seems like college football is better when Nebraska, Miami, Florida, all these other schools are are competitive, and they just haven't been. Uh, for several years, yeah, now. not just not just fucking Alabama, you right. know, right. Fucking running roughshod yeah. over everybody, you know. Georgia. Georgia. That's the part, Trevor. Nebraska, you're Nebraska, you're a Cornhusker guy. Did yeah. you see how many people came out to their ladies volleyball, volleyball? game, bro? That's that, sound, was, that you that's say Nebraska reminded me of that. That blew my mind. Yeah, so it was the biggest attendance for any women's sport sporting event in history, which was in history. I mean, that's insane. Which I knew that Nebraska's volleyball team was like really like it's a big deal. Like my my dad said that's from Nebraska, and so he's gone back there and watched him. He's like Lincoln football is nuts. Lincoln volleyball is insane. He's like there's like a whole different level of like commitment to that. And I, and I, wow. I thought that was the coolest thing. That's that that's is crazy. Amazing. That's cool. I saw pushing, that too. pushing a hundred thousand people. Right. It was yeah. and that was ninety six. Wow. That was like a record that they set the record, yeah. right? For that, yeah, that's insane Thinking to me to watch volleyball. Free. I mean, yeah, I know. Usually, yeah, I'm drunk on a beach and I can barely get the ball over the net. So, I mean, <laughs> good on them, man. If that program is that yeah, good, yeah. if that program is that good, good on them, man. And, and hell, it would be kind of cool to go see. You know, even I, if you're not necessarily a, a, a huge volleyball fan, that kind of atmosphere. It's, it's like it's like a Super Bowl game. My so my sister just finished up law school there and she got to go to one game and she's like getting first of all getting tickets to that game was I mean obviously it's harder for volleyball because it's a smaller stadium she's like trying to get in and like you have to have like some hookups to like make it to a volleyball oh yeah no shit it's crazy so no I was saying some of those tickets were going for like four hundred bucks that is like bananas to me I don't even understand that it's wild it was very wild no Hmm. that's insane though there's nothing wrong with that but being a Husker fan so Pat and I we tend to be uh we're we're kind of we got our miami ties they they rolled but, miami ohio yesterday but that's i mean they but, typically yeah, start out two and oh and then lose seven in a row so exactly well yeah. see but my start my start was when when they had a lot of thugs and felons oh, early 90s right? and yeah. just late 80s early 90s man and yep. just Brutalized people. That's when I became a oh, fan. It had and, nothing to do that I was a dog. And you want to talk about like, a team? Oh my god, you, these guys are crazy. You want to talk about a team of felons, man? Good God! I mean, there's, that was just <laughs> no a, kidding. That team was just. <laughs> and then a lot of them. And then a some lot people, of them. Some people would NFL say maybe millions of dollars. Some people would say maybe that that was murderer's row. <laughs> and maybe I mean that's like you some wouldn't people be would really, say that. Some people so, would say that. I don't. Okay, say that. but 
It uh, wouldn't be an unjustified comment. That's all I'm saying. Is that like that's a, you fair. Understand? You that's can sympathize fair. with that, you know, storyline. Yeah. No, but you got to admit that's back. Jimmy Johnson. That's where he made his mark. And back in those days, I'm telling you, man, it, it was just fun to watch him because you knew somebody was going to get destroyed, and there was going to be flags and penalties. And the, like, with the names seen. on that squad, though, man. I mean, it, just the, just the. Irvin and Russell, Maryland, and uh, just go down the line. They just had so much talent on that team, man. Well, shoot. I went to the – I got a really – coolest morning event I've ever been to. We got to go to the 2000 Rose Bowl when Nebraska played the U. And I, like – we lost, obviously, because they were the fucking best football team in college football. But I looked back at the roster that you guys had during that year. I was like, what? Why are why is Sean Taylor a backup? Like, are you yeah. – uh-huh. <laughs> Like, yeah. oh, my God. <laughs> like – yeah, they were kind of like at that time. It was kind of like the Alabama of ah. today. I mean, everybody wanted to go there because they won, but and Nebraska it was fun. Was, and it was I South was, Beach, baby. And they just literally these guys, especially if you're a little bit on the darker side of the law. I mean, and you get away with it, and maybe your entourage. I don't. Is a hey, I don't think you, Lee. I don't think you can say that. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I can. <laughs> I don't. I, we might. Bleep, we might need to bleep that. You know. You know. Though we, uh, Nebraska was. What, really that good. someone might run with a, 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 on the darker side of the law. There, how many that, no, yeah, that, that, yep, get arrested? Yep. Oh, doubled down. There it is. Okay, no, I didn't call game. out any names, Tyler. I didn't okay. call out a single name. I, I just at the wrong time, guys. This is bad. There was a bowl <laughs> game with Nebraska where it went into like triple overtime. And I can't remember. I, I almost want to say that Nebraska won that game. Uh, it, it was a huge game between Nebraska and the Hurricanes mm-hmm. during that stand. I think it was triple overtime. I, I want to say Nebraska won that game. I mean, it was just – it just – it went overtime, and that was when, you know, you you score and, and the other team gets the ball, and they try to score, and it, they just kept scoring. And finally – uh, Was Taylor Martinez still the quarterback in 2000? Because so, I think he's – what is he, a ninth? He played nine years at Nebraska. It's like been a weird business because that yeah he played forever, but then there was another he, Taylor Martinez. He had yeah, there was, was another one right. But I think shoot back in two thousand nine years think, is that the Van Wilder approach? <laughs> Dude, he was there forever. Actually, was that Eric Crouch? Yeah, in two thousand yeah, I was still Crouch. Oh guy. yeah, yeah, he was good. He was really Eric good. Crouch was good. Yeah. Heck yeah, good. I thought he'd have a better NFL career. He. You know, it sounds like they tried to make him into a wide receiver. He was too small. Yeah. I think, it'd be yeah, right. which maybe now, I maybe maybe he wasn't. But I mean, yeah, I right, think yeah. Oh well, yeah, does he make the list of guys that were ahead of his time? Probably. Yep. Reggie yeah, Bush, Eric Crouch, Eric so, Crouch, yeah. and Reggie Bush. Yeah, right. so. That's it. There's it's a two person so. list. Dan Marino. Yeah, there's three. Yep. <laughs> Dan Marino's like six foot five, wasn't he? He's a big dude. Yeah, six foot. Well, yeah, six, but four. he was ahead of his time. Oh, oh, right, right, should, yeah. He's never got, yeah, Crouch is uh, I'm, I'm still waiting for the, but he never won a Super Bowl comment. Oh, <laughs> I never won a Super Bowl. I think, I think that was more of Vic, uh, that was a more situation of uh, the team he was on than, than what he brought to the table. I think there's a lot of teams he could have played for that he absolutely would have run, won a ring, you know. Okay, Pat, um, so I had to go to another beer here. You, you can find this local at Jeremiah Johnson. This is oh, this oh, number yeah. two. Okay, but it's their Citra IPA. Super smooth, man. That's like 6.5. I, I feel like if I can have about four more of these, I won't be able to form a sentence like our president. <laughs> hey, can I can I, uh, can I ask? I, I don't know if you guys have any of you guys seen. It's all over Sports Center. But there was a play um, 
by Ramon Laureano last night. Um, they played, I believe it was the Texas Rangers. Tyler Stevenson roped a ball to the wall, and Ramon Laureano caught it on one hop and threw him out by a foot at second base, just an absolute laser beam to second. Just going to ask you guys, what are some of the – it was an impressive throw. One of the commentators said it was the best throw he's ever seen by an outfielder. You guys have like a, a – a memory of a really good throw from an outfielder that you just can't believe that the gun, like, like that they were able to throw that guy out. I just want to get you guys thoughts on that. You go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Trevor, what, what, what were you going to say? Go ahead. Suspedes, I can't remember who they were playing, man, but he, it was a shot to left field that kind of ricocheted off the wall a little bit. And it was like, mm-hmm. it was almost like a situation where he was like, just kind of casually jogging just because he knew. And it was a, I mean, a, Giannis Cespedes, yeah, yeah, like right to home plate. Oh, that, that dude's got a hose, man. Yeah. See, and he dropped thing, it, right? Yeah, he dropped yeah. it. He dropped yeah. it and then picked it up and fucking launched it. No hop, right? <laughs> that's that's, so, that's, hey, that's, that's how I see it in my head. Is that is that was that from left field? One. Uh-huh. Yeah, left yeah. field. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, see, okay, and, you, Pat, you call out, you call out a player. My brain don't work like that when I'm watching baseball. Like I okay, like I. And I mentioned this before. I used to love, and it's not that I'm a Mariners fan, but I used to love watching Ichiro. That dude oh, was yeah. not huge. He was not huge, man. He He's, you know, smaller in stature, and he had a cannon from the outfield. Right. And I watched him throw people out. And I was like, who the hell is this guy? And why did he spend that much time in Japan when he could have came here a lot sooner and yeah. be a billionaire by now? You know what I mean? He, yeah, it's like that. Giannis his, Cespedes his had a big one was, too. was his rookie year, right? The throw against Oakland to third is like that's yeah. like stamped. That's yeah. like stamped as being Ichiro's. Like that's oh, his. That but was like his. That was like his. Oh fuck! He, Ichiro's here in the league. That was like yeah. the because that was but very he, early on in the season, and I, uh, and he, I remember being young, had, going oh. Yeah, he actually had a few of those. The one that I oh like, yeah and, tons. And again, we're talking about the Mariners, right? Um, Jay Buhner. I don't know if you guys, if you guys haven't seen this one, man, probably the most impressive one was when Jay Buhner threw out Fernando Vina at third base, um, on a line and Fernando Vina was one of the fastest dudes in the league. So keep that in mind and, uh, threw him out by three feet. And the most impressive part, it'd be one thing if his back was to the right, he played right field, you know, if his back was to the right field wall, but he was in foul territory way deep down the right field line. So he had to like throw it at insane angle and still throw him out by three feet. And if anybody doesn't know anything about Jay Buhner, man, go back and look that dude, you want to talk about maybe one of the most impressive arms from the outfield of all time. That dude had a cannon and they, and then they, they swiftly just go right into the Ichiro era. Isn't that something? A team yeah. goes from Jay Buhner to, to Ichiro, man. Damn. Well, Some Bones, Bones was uh, how how was Bones? As I know, he was a good hitter, but was he a tell him the Bones sent you? But literally, did he did he hit for average? Well, I mean, did Buhner? he have a higher average? Great Jay Buhner as a batter. I remember. I, know there's a couple years I remember he, that. Era. I don't think he had a high average. I think he was right around right one. You know, two sixty, two seventy, maybe. But there was a That's few. That's kind of what I thought. But I'm. But I think he hit a thirty bombs. I mean, he's a pretty. I mean, he hit a lot of home runs. Oh, he had some power yeah. for sure. Yeah, that power for sure. What about no, uh, Vladimir Guerrero Sr.? It's all senior. Oh, cannon. Absolute think, rocket and, and, of a fucking right arm. 
The one that stands out to me, I think the ball, the, ball, the ball gets hit over his head, bounces off the wall. He's standing on the fucking track. No hops it to home. Hoses the guy at the plate. That's the one yeah. that stands out to me. That you're yeah. like, holy shit! Like that's that's unreal. Just yeah. bounce. You know what I mean? I think I think he throws it from the track. Pit, and just picks it up. Just fucking picks it up. No crow hop, and just rips yeah. it all the way in. And there was right. times that's, un- that's didn't even unreal arm almost, talent. Jay, there was Jay times Bruce that I saw him do one. that, where he stood up and he didn't even do a full stride to throw. He just kind of looked like he just whipped it, and it was just on a dime. And you're like, yeah, it's just amazing. How the man. hell does that happen, man? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we got young players now that are throwing like that, and it's who like, is, holy crap! Hey, I mean. Hey. Hey Lee, who who was that guy? I know you guys. I hope you guys have heard about this. Uh, that pitcher. And I don't even think he's. I think he has suspended by the major leagues. But super hot hit on the mound. It just. I think it was just a couple years ago. From the pitcher's mound, he got pissed off at a call or something. Home plate umpire, and threw the ball over the center field wall from the pitcher's Trevor mound. Bauer, right? Jesus, yeah. Trevor, Trevor Bauer. Bauer. Oh my God! Oh, dude. How far stepped is that? off the stepped off the back of the mound, right, and just fucking Jesus. whipped it over the fence. Oh my god, what is that? I mean, that dude, that's got to be three hundred and fifty. I mean, that's that's a ways, man. Good god. Yeah, well, just look at just look at anymore, right? Every home run that's hit, every hit anymore is like they tell you what the exit velo is, what the right. degree oh, yeah. is, and you're like, he just turned around because he was pissed and threw over it over the center field wall. It, yeah, threw it 370, and like, Dude, you're like, okay, me. he had to have thrown it pretty fucking hard. I don't even understand what that means. But something you tell me, somebody threw a ball from the pitcher's mount over the center field wall. Good. Yeah. I hate to say it though. I, I actually people, love. Yeah, over the center field Trevor's going to do it. Trevor's warming the arm up. No, no, I'm hurt. That just hurt me thinking oh. about it, man. Yeah. <laughs> Trevor, is there anything? You know what though? do you want to get into, man? This is Trevor. This is your show. Oh shoot! No. What's no, your not. What's your take on uh What's your take on going both ways in college? Oh, dude. So I think I'm trying to think. No, of actually, you know what? I don't. I know what your take is on going both ways in college. <laughs> well, so, um, I do like to. Trevor, is there anything that you want to tell cocktails and curveballs seven listeners um <laughs> about about yourself about yourself? Yeah, let's hear, man. Appreciate you, man. We appreciate you jumping on here, and uh, we're glad to have you, man. We're glad to have you. I, I feel I don't really have anything super special or crazy on my end. I feel like as far as sports go, like I've been a you know high school coach for quite a while now, but nothing spectacular. But um, I think where, where my head's been at the last couple of like weeks probably has just been it's been strictly fantasy football, which is I I'm already a nerd in and of itself, and I think I'm in. Seven, eight leagues now for no reason. Oh, <laughs> no, fuck eight leagues. Three of them. That's most people. people. I mean, no, that's like four of them. <laughs> I'm like, all right, right, like sure. So, but I've I just got into like dynasty leagues and stuff like that for the first time these last couple of years. Like that's a very different world of fantasy football and like sports, and you got to pay more attention and stuff like that. I which yeah. Have I, you, have so you that, that's like keepers, so right? You right? Like you you get you get to keep guys from previous years. Yeah. And so that like that gets really tricky because like if you if you're a listener, you've never done a keeper league or like a dynasty league, like all of a sudden rookies matter. So you have to like pay attention to the draft. You gotta know where people are going. It's it's actually it's a it's wild. So it's been a lot more fun for me this year. I'm I'm so pumped for the NFL to start up because 
again, being a Nebraska fan, I'm excited for college football. And then I'm quickly reminded why I'm not excited for college football. And so, hey, Nebraska can pull it out, man. And maybe they'll go on a run. You don't know. My <laughs> averages suggest, man, Jesus. It'll happen. It's coming, it's coming. one day. How these programs always inevitably do find a way back. I mean, I, okay. sometimes it just takes the right damn coach. I mean, the Buffs, the Buffs have been shit forever. Sure. And yeah. primetime comes in and and look what happened. But he brought those players, man. When you walk in and say, all right, all you players here that are on scholarship, uh, get in the transfer portal now because <laughs> you're gone. And and then, but it's true, though. I mean, all it takes, I mean, these programs, it's like Miami, uh, being a Hurricanes fan sucks, man, because yeah. they have time where they get some talent and the coaches are great. And you're thinking, OK, this is going to be the year that we start to actually think about maybe yeah. doing something good and done. And then they, like Pat said, they'll win the first three and then lose six in a row. And you're like, what the fuck is going on, man? You just live you know on I mean? hope, man. It's so you said, you said, Trevor, you said you're a high school coach? What do you coach? So I've coached, I've only coached the freshman level for the most part. Um, I've been an assistant a couple of times for our basketball and our baseball program up here. But um, I, I'm up at Rogers High School here in Spokane. You probably know zip about us because we are not very good. At all. I used to, yeah, but I used to go to Spokane all the time for 12 years. I used to work for a company, FSA, Food Services of America. Sure. sure. And I sure. used to live in Missoula, Montana, and I, and I had to go to Spokane every six weeks for sales meetings. Very, very familiar with that town. Sure. Um, not that particular school, but good on you because, listen, man, I've coached too, and it's, it's a tough gig. Now, I did it with little kids, you know, like Little League and stuff like that, but Pop, Pop Warner stuff, but. High school level, you, you're getting some attitude, I would imagine. Well, uh, our spot is tough. Wait, we live, we're in Hilliard, which is like one of the poorest incomes per capita in you know Washington State. And so it's a lot of low income. I get kids coming into, I mean, freshman baseball. I mean, from Tyler and I, like our experience, like we walked into baseball, like prepared and ready to go. Um, and then in this situation, I'm coming in with kids who have never played before. And so I'm teaching them how to throw. It's a very wild experience and then every once in a while we got two kids that got drafted not long ago and it's like it's a very unique setup there but i love it it's fun um i again low expectations as far as wins go but it's cool it's a great time Can't no good on you for doing it man good on you yeah, for doing that's it because awesome. we've, ta yeah. and we've talked a lot of about people it, it's not when you're go, go for it no i was just gonna say i was just gonna say that you know it's we've talked about it on here before about how much you know coaching matters and about how having people that that care in in that role especially you know we've talked about all the way from little league you know pop warner grid kids like though we've talked about it from all the way up so it's it's really it, it's awesome to see people in positions that uh you know one that they deserve and that two that you know help develop the youth i mean i think that's that's the biggest well, thing right is like trying to, trying to develop kids Especially into, when into you're talking men, about into young men, especially when you're talking about kids that that have never played, don't even, I mean, completely lack all the fundamentals. Um, that's tough, man. I mean, that's that's when you, you know, a coach that continues to do that. That's when you know it's it's 100% about the kids, man. It's not about winning. You know, you just got to throw your win loss record out the window, and 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 it and it, it's actually, I can see how. A guy, anybody would really appreciate that because you're, you know, you you take a, a lump of clay and you mold it into, you know, something 
spectacular and to, and to be able to take these kids have never played before and teach them from the ground zero teach them fundamentals throw them, throw them out, teach them how to throw everything and uh, and i imagine every once in a while you get to see a kid like that just finally see what their calling is and develop into, into a really good player man i mean that's that's well, gotta like be trevor said he said he had a couple players that got drafted that's freaking awesome man i mean let's right. be real We've been yeah. And that's that's what, as a coach, when when you have – and pick a kid, when I was coaching, they have a game in particular that they do something that they didn't think they were even capable of. Sure. And it's right. one play. And it, it makes – as a, when you're coaching, it makes you feel just as damn happy as that, that kid is because it's a team dy- dynamic. We're not talking like just individual stuff. You know what I mean? So, no, good on you for doing it, man. And, and uh, we'll have to pay attention. To your school and what and what they do, it's a party, man. No, I I appreciate it. I think that it's it's been a cool experience because you know again you go in especially as like a young coach. I think I started when I was like twenty, um, and it was like you know again coming from high school having all these expectations about things are you know we're supposed to win, and I'm like nah, that ain't what it's about. Like what they're fine, like and the kids love it. Like you said, you get a couple of kids who get a hit for the first time ever, and they're just stoked about it. They talk about it all oh, yeah. when they graduate, man. It's it's super fun. So. No, it's a good time. I I feel pretty lucky to be up here in a good spot, and I don't I don't anticipate dipping on them anytime soon. So that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, no that's good awesome. deal. It's great yeah. for the school to have have a guy like you there, man. I appreciate you. Thanks. Try. Yeah, and that's actually yeah. creating you're creating lifelong memories for these kids, and that's the one thing that I recall. I still see some kids that I coached 12, 15 years, twelve years ago ish that come up to me when I see them and talk to me about. Do you remember that game? And I'm like, no, I really don't. Um, I was pouring beer into my empty Mountain Dew bottle because I could get away with it. I mean, oh, man. I mean, let's be real. I got away with it. It worked. And you probably were great. No, kids remember the good coaches. Like I, I mean, I think of the coaches I had growing up. And and I think you guys were talking about last episode with Jim. Like when you got a coach that like cares enough to like figure out how you tick and like is really interested in like making sure that like I get to know you really well. I appreciate sure. this. Episode, right? I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah it's like, been, recent. It was in a recent one. If nothing, a else. episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It wasn't an episode. <laughs> but no, I I feel like kids remember that. Like, and yeah, so they'll see you however many years later. Like, dude, you rocked. You were awesome. Good memories. So yeah, it was cool. No, that's outstanding. Good on you, buddy. For real. Is so there, being, is up, there ever... being up there in Spokane, um, Gonzaga, right? Their their West Coast Conference. Oh yeah. How do you yeah. think? Do you? Alignment. What do you think? How, how's that move going to go moving forward? West Coast Conference. There's only two Pac-12 teams, but they want to be the Pac-12. The Pac. <laughs> those two teams want Pac to two. keep that shit to the Pac-12 or the Pac whatever. Man, they're so, not even going to have a TV deal anymore, man. It, they, it I so know, pathetic. I know, but it's Oregon State and Washington State. They want the Pac, whatever two. you know, to 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 continue to be the thing. <laughs> So with Gonzaga, I actually wrote an article about this when I was doing my my sports podcasting stuff a while back. And uh, Gonzaga is unique because in since we're strictly basketball school, every time a team makes it to the NCAA tournament, they get a sum of money called a unit. And yep. that money doesn't just go to Gonzaga. That that unit of money gets distributed all throughout the entire conference. So San Diego, who won two games gets the same amount of money that Gonzaga did. And that's for, like, any team wow. that makes it to the tournament. So, like, uh, it's St. Mary's, Gonzaga, um, San Francisco. If they all Francisco, make it, yeah. they each get a unit and spread it down. 
But Gonzaga, a while back, because there's always rumors about them moving, said to the WCC, like, look, we're carrying the load here. We're in it every year guaranteed. So if you want us to stay, we need a bigger sum or like we need a bigger amount of this money that is coming in here. And the WCC was like, yes, that's fine. Yep, stay. <laughs> so yeah. uh, I, I think because of that, that's what's kept you in the WCC for as long as it has. But I mean, at some point you're going, it's going to be the Big Ten and the SEC. Like, I don't think that there's any any way you kind of get around that without like two giant divisions coming together and then just separating into conferences, kind of like we got for football, I think. But yeah, even with basketball, I don't know if you can keep – can you keep the WCC while everyone else is over? I don't over know that you can, man, because I was thinking about basketball because you say Gonzaga, and I've actually been to that university multiple times back in the day. Um, Mark Few and, and what <laughs> what that program has become – um that's what put the zags on the map i mean that basketball program and and granted you know they they're always highly ranked they're always up there haven't quite won it all but you know what i think they're gonna and that guy is he's loyal but he's loyal hang on and he's loyal and he's there and he i'm telling you that kid or that guy is a great Great coach, and he had more opportunities to go elsewhere and make more money, but he stuck it out with Gonzaga, and I got to give him all the credit in the world. And, man, I hope he gets that win, and then if he wants to leave and go make money, do it. But I think he's loyal. I mean, I don't know the man, obviously, and I don't live there, but always enjoy watching that program play. So I went to GU, and I am a, di- a very diehard Zach fan. Uh, but he – yeah, so he got a big offer from Oregon, where he's originally from not too long ago, saying, yeah, come over here. Um, turned it down, which I think I, it's hard to leave. I think Gonzaga, when you built the program from the ground up, kind of like he has, which I, especially I'm, to go home, yeah, like has, that would be such a, a culture shift. I think because he created the culture, so it's like it's his and it's his baby. It'd be hard, you know, for him to leave. And I think that they're it's it's common. Like there, there's no reason to suggest that they're not going to be they're not going to have a shot. So. Um, um, yeah, just keep crossing fingers, man. It's going to happen. Well, but I think, I think you're right. I think because he did build it from the ground up and and turned it into the program that it is where recruits are searching him out because before when he got there, his recruiting is what turned that whole thing around. He got the players and he sold himself and he sold the school. And now we're sitting here looking at how amazing they are. And now people are like trying to go there. So it's, it's actually really cool to see. And, And I got mad props for the guy because he hasn't left. And he could have. He could have went home. He could have taken more money. But I'm glad he didn't do it because it's just every year I root for the Zags, man. Every year I'm hoping. I got my fingers crossed too. It's gone. And I'm a Duke. I'm a Duke fan. So come on. I know I'm a Blue Devil fan, but okay. It, Talking it's about been a minute. just baseball, though, dude. If if Oregon State, Washington State's got a pretty decent program. Gonzaga's program's pretty good. You know they're rolling yeah. some of these California teams. I on that side of it. Uh, a merger, yeah, that'd be awesome, right? Like would, their that their baseball side of that conference would be kick ass. I'm kind of shocked. Like I don't really know. I know that football drives everything, right? But, exactly. But, yep. but what do you do when you've got a conference full of teams that don't have football? Like, do you just remain right. independent? I guess I think Gonzaga could probably pull that off because again, they're they're only sending a couple of teams to tournament every year, so it's not a big deal, I guess. But I don't know. I don't know. It's interesting. I think they yeah. could pull off independent. I mean, it, it's going to be a stretch for the university, but I mean, I think they could do it for sure. But again, like he said, football football is the big money catalyst in everything. 
And yeah, the you, baseball, absolutely, Tyler, you're 100 percent correct. It would be amazing. However, Oregon State's where, where, where like a powerhouse, and dude, they're going to they're getting they're about to catch a short end to somebody's stick. No, it's it's big time. But but again, where do the dollars? Most of the dollars get generated. Football, right. football. Oregon sad, State, dude, they just did they just did such a nice addition to their football field. Did they? Yeah, their football stadium is they just a uh, big nice new addition um and if you don't mind me standing on my soapbox i hope that oregon state beavers football is america's team this year i hope they're dude they're they're gonna be fucking good and they've been getting better and better and better and better and now they got who, the rug they pulled play? out from under them who do they play in opening weekend uh they played it uh this is going to come out tomorrow, so they will have played yesterday. Um, and I expect them to kick the dog shit out of San Jose State. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I know Oregon did really good. Oregon looks really good. Did you see the duck doing all them push-ups? Yeah. Dude, that's too that's many push-ups. Dang. You put that many points on the board, you're supposed to do that as the mascot. Hey, man. that's too many yeah. goddamn push-ups. I would be motherfucking that. <laughs> Dude, yeah, that, I like, couldn't have done it. I couldn't have done it. Good lord! I, still, I would still be now. today. I would still be today trying to do all those push-ups. Damn, five seventy or something like you did. You did like five hundred and seventy something push-ups or something, oh, didn't you? I don't know if I've done that many push-ups in my life. That's, that's stupid. Every man. college game I've been at, they they do a push-up for every point that the home team scores, that their team scores. So you think about that. So he did it for a touchdown and then two touchdowns is 14. And you just incrementally run that up there. Those mascots have got to be in some bomb ass shape. I was going to say, you better be in some bomb ass shape. You better spend seven days in the gym, man. You better be in stupid shape to be doing all that shit. Or just don't be the mascot. Do you think think the Ducks mascot, do you think he redshirted? Do you think yeah, that kid yeah, did a series like no bullshit? No bullshit. I mean, maybe he was I mean, like, he was I mean, like, the head hey, coach, this motherfucker right here, I've seen him do 700 yeah. push ups in a day. And he's I mean, like, the head I, can, coach, I can only do 400. Like, I got to get my numbers up before I can even audition, right? Because <laughs> that's the whole other thing, too, right? So you, like, are you, there's are you auditions, you think right? He, there's got to be a auditions. walk on. You think he's a walk on trying to earn a scholarship and he's I just mean, doing No, I think I think a homeboy's heavily recruited. <laughs> I don't think he's a walk-on, dude. I think he's full scholarship. If not before, then after he did all his push-ups, the head coach is looking over like, "Damn, my starting safety just went down." So yeah. maybe, like, yeah, you know. quack quack. Dude. Bring in the, the duck fuck in there. Bring in the duck. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, like water, I, I kind of need boys, a safety. Water boy style. Yeah, exactly right. He's he's six one, one eighty five. He could probably be my safety. I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh speaking shit. Of, speaking of wild uh, mascot feats, I forget what the school is. It's a basketball school where um, their logo is a bird. They're they're a smaller school, but their mascot gets a full ride sports athletic scholarship because what they have what? to do every single game for the entire game, they flap their wings. Oh my god! Shit out. So it's got to be. I mean, it's not like a big, uh, like what? outfit or anything. They just have wings on or whatever. But and, and it they, doesn't like, sound like a lot. But when you got to do that the entire fucking game, oh. dude. So yeah, dude, what is the like like, back in the day when what, when when, what Pat, your, when Pat was doing directional advertising. Like, I, bet, 
I bet you got some amazing delts and traps, man. Jesus. I mean, like, good God. Dude, could I, I you like imagine you could instead it, though, of – So instead of trying to – get a kid on like uh like an athletic scholarship or an academic scholarship you're like no you little motherfucker stand here and do this stand oh here and God. do this hour For eight hours right though like if you're like my kid's fucking dumb he's pretty dumb <laughs> my kid is not athletic but if i just got him standing for three hours a day and then you start incrementally like more weights and you're like, no, dude, you roll this kid out. So then you roll this kid out in like seventh grade, dude. He's got an offer in like uh, as a middle schooler from this school that Trevor's talking about, pop, right? And you're like, Popeye hey, no, arms. dude, for the Popeye next arms. four years, for the next four years, maybe we'll get him into a master's doctorate, <laughs> dude. Maybe we could have this kid for the next six, seven, eight hey, years. I'll tell you one thing. Fully paid. Years ago. Fully paid. Um, years ago. And, and this is so back in the day uh, for the Montana Grizzlies in Missoula. Um, our mascot was Monty. He was a bear, obviously. And the guy that was the mascot, I think his name was Barry, if I remember correctly. He won you like know, a national. Made, that's a made up ass name. No, it's not. No, this is a true fucking story. Barry the and bear. The, honestly, no, the, no, the, no, the bear's kidding. name is Monty. No, but the, the guy in the suit. But anyway, he won like national mascot of the year. It's like a, an actual like challenge. It's a thing. He actually got pulled away by the Chicago Bulls to be their match, to, to be, be the Benny Bull. the Bull. <laughs> to be Benny the Bull out of Missoula, Montana, I swear to God. And he nice. was making bank as Benny the Bull. So all the hey, Mr. Duck over in Oregon, you wanna you wanna aspire to some some money? Let let's get you, let's get you to a professional. Is that, yeah, hey, yo, guy. is that a thing? Do you think do you think there's somebody out there right now that just went I just lost my fucking job to that fucking <laughs> Oregon Duck, right? Do you think there's somebody out there right now whoever the Kings mascot is right now just went, "Man, fuck. I got to start doing some dropped. push-ups or some shit." <laughs> I, I feel like a, I feel like you got to know somebody, man. I feel like like you know, to get that job it, it's more it, like I don't. I just refuse to believe five hundred people are putting in applications and shit. <laughs> I don't buy that. I feel like it's like the owner knows, you know, his next door neighbor or some shit like that, man. I, I mean, I. There's like, are um, you push? Are you pushing yourself to the absolute fucking max, though? If you're that kid, dude, that's a lot of push-ups. Like, that's no bullshit. Yeah, like, that's a lot a of lot. fucking push-ups, dude. A lot. In in yeah. three hours, in two and a half, three hours. And especially, are you praying on the fucking sideline like, don't be a pick six. No pick six. <laughs> you know they are. I just did. I just did 70 fucking push-ups. You know they are. They got to be 77. Yeah. They got to be. Hey, it happens. Yeah. I, uh, hey, I boys. Like um, couple things. Couple things. Couple things. Um. Yeah, again, Trevor, thank you very, very much for, for hopping well, on with us, man. Me. Appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. It's been a lot of fun, and I appreciate what you're doing, too, as a coach, and, and good on you, and I hope you succeed. Um, you. We got to get to some curtain calls, boys, because uh, I guarantee you there's going to be some fun things we want to talk about there, and I'm going to let pick one. Anybody got one? Pick it, and let's let's talk about it. You got one, Pat? I mean, I, I'll just go with the obvious, man. Coach Prime. I, I love uh, 
So maybe a more humble coach post game would be would be not as uh, not as reminding as as Dion is telling the whole world I'm keeping receipts. I love I love the, that he did that. I love that he got there and said I'm keeping receipts, man. You know, um, I'm guilty too. I, I wagged my finger in his face uh, in the offseason, like, okay, maybe they're a little bit better, but come on. Really? You guys won one game last year. So to see his team perform the way they did yesterday, it couldn't be a, it couldn't happen to a better guy, him being up there in a press conference, letting the whole world know, yeah, what? Tell me again. What? Tell me again. I mean, I, I love it, man. So um, we talked a lot of smack. Uh, uh, yep. And it couldn't have. You know what? If there's anybody that I would love to see talk shit in this same exact situation, Dion, one hundred times out of one hundred times, man. So good for him. It's exciting. Um, it's going to be very interesting going forward to see how that Colorado team evolves. So uh, curtain call to Dion. Well done, man. Yeah. Cheers to you. You got something, Tyler? Um, dude, mine goes out to the mascots. I I <laughs> never took until we just started talking on it right now, dude. I I didn't realize like they got to be really warm, right? I mean, dude, right? They got to potentially be really what it takes, what it takes for those guys, dude, or or women, guys and girls. I didn't mean guys. I just meant people when I say guys. Um, You're so PC. I dig that. Nice, nice, nice catch. That's crazy, though. <laughs> that's dude. That's crazy. That's crazy. I couldn't. I don't know that I could do six hundred push-ups in a week. I'm Dude, not. Even I look at either. listen, listen. I look at those masks. Thirty days. It's on TV. Like I look at the outfit and I almost start sweating. I can't imagine doing push-ups in those fucking things. Are you serious? Yeah. Jesus. What was that like? Frying an egg in your fucking left boot or something? I mean, that's dude. That's got to be warm in them fucking things. Good God. No, so my son Brandon. So over at, when he played for Tech over in Butte, he he told me that he had to be the mascot once, and he goes, "That damn outfit stinks so oh. bad." They like pull different players to cover an event, like go to a school, and, and, you know, as the mascot. And he said, "I had to do it once." He goes, "That thing stinks so bad, and it is so nope. hot." So you're not wrong. Pass. Good call. I'll cheers that too. Trevor, you got anything you want to do a curtain call or a? I got a shout out too. Maybe kind of a wild card, but I maybe it's just because when it comes to college football now, I'm just like in sympathy mode for like anyone who's like down bad or anything. Uh, but Northwestern's coach David Braun <laughs> just came out and he had to do a big press conference about like, no, like I worked really hard to like get the guys all together, make sure we're rebonding and doing it appropriately after all the scandal that happened for them this year. So oh, yeah, they're just gonna get. I, I think they're just gonna get wrecked all year long, and so I'm just <laughs> like, man. You need a beer. I'll drink for you. Bye. Yeah, it's like blood and water, man. Piranhas are out, dude. Piranhas are out. Oof. I just checked. They're getting – they're down two scores to Rutgers already. I'm just like, oh, oh. No, buddy. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, no way. Yeah, goes out for you, man. Oh, that's rough. <laughs> okay, so so my, my curtain calls – and there's there's only one major reason for this. It's not because I'm a big Miguel Cabrera fan. Um, It's because I really never, ever, ever liked George Brett – he just hit his got his three thousand one hundred fifty fifth hit, and he knocked. He went ahead of George Brett at number seventeen all time. And I hated George Brett. I hated the Royals back then. I hated everything about him. So my curtain call, good on you, Miggy. Thank you for knocking George Brett down a notch. So somebody did it again. 
But anyway, gentlemen, hey, and Trevor, again, thank you very much, man. Appreciate it very much. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed your time with us. We sure enjoyed having you. Always. Um, but until next time, boys, let's cheers it out. Yeah, man. Cheers. Cheers.